Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, Erev Tov, everyone. Happy everyone can make it, even though the time for Mincha is early. Um, we're going to introduce now in Hirchot Lashonara a concept that is uh, often misinterpreted, and that is the concept called Apei Telata. The Gemara tells us that any matter that is stated, which means in the presence of three listeners, Apei means face, and Telata is three in Aramaic is not subject to the prohibition of Lashon Hara. That's what the Gemara tells us. So I'm going to read for you the introduction that he gives on this here below, um, and the, the, the misinterpretations, and five explanations by Arishonim what exactly Ape Telata constitutes. So he writes the following, This ruling is commonly misinterpreted as either A, permitting one to speak Lashon Hara to three listeners, or B, broadly permitting one to repeat Lashon Hara that was already said in the presence of three listeners. To correct these misinterpretations, the Hafez Chaim clarifies the five opinions of the Rishonim as to the actual meaning of this statement. So the notes here provide an actual uh, summary of each of the Rishonim. The first one is Tosafot. The first one is Tosafot. Tosafot says as following, Reuven may make a statement about Shimon, that allows for two interpretations, one derogatory, one not derogatory, if he does so in the presence of three listeners. Since Reuven realizes that his public statement may eventually be repeated to Shimon, he will be careful to express himself in a manner that would not convey a derogatory message about Shimon. That's actually the, the, the halakha that we're going to get to today after this introduction. The Rambam writes that Apeitlata means if Reuven said Lashon Hara about Shimon in the presence of three listeners, it is permitted for the listeners to repeat the Lashon Hara. Once three people heard the derogatory statement, it is now called public knowledge and is therefore it can be repeated. That's the Rambam's interpretation. Rashi says if in the presence of three listeners Reuven shares information about his business, that would ordinarily be considered personal. It is permitted for the listeners to repeat this information. Reuven's willingness to speak in the presence of three people proves that he does not mind if it is publicized. That's Rashi. The Rashbam, who was uh, Rashi's grandson, he writes, If Reuven spoke negatively about Shimon in the presence of three listeners, it is not considered slander for one of the listeners to inform Shimon that Reuven slandered him. The rationale for this is that there is an assumption that any statement made in the presence of three listeners inevitably spreads around. Thus, we may assume that Shimon would have eventually heard about Reuven's slander in any case. That's a Rashbam. And lastly, Rabbeinu Yonah, if Reuven must speak negatively about Shimon so people will not learn from his bad ways, he should do so in front of three people to demonstrate that his intent is indeed for constructive purposes. Otherwise, a listener might think that Reuven's intent is merely to disparage Shimon. 
Okay, so those are uh, five different interpretations of what ape telata is in front of three. With that, he is going to uh, tell us our next halakha, and he begins by presenting Tosafot's explanation that the license only applies, when I say license means that you are allowed to, to say the lashonara, only when someone made an ambiguous statement that could be interpreted either derogatory or non-derogatory. As to the license that the rabbi said, for Reuven to speak about Shimon in front of three listeners. This applies only to a statement that is not clearly derogatory. And these words are ambiguous and it has two possible interpretations, one negative, one positive. And he's going to give an example later. It is known that the implication of these statements depends on how the speaker expresses himself when relating the story. The rabbis permitted this type of statement to be made in the presence of three listeners. And they based this on the following assumption. Since Reuven relates the matter in front of three people, he certainly realizes that this matter will eventually get to Shimon. Why? Because it's a statement, your friend has a friend. Obviously things just pass from one person to the next until it gets to Shimon. So Reuven, knowing that he's talking to three people, and knowing that this will probably get to Shimon, okay, he's going to guard himself when speaking about Shimon in the presence of these people. To express in a way that's not going to convey a derogatory message about Shimon. <clears throat> we will illustrate one case. And we can apply this license to all similar cases. Someone asked Reuven, Where can I find fire? Okay, this was in reference, you know, you need a fire for an oven to, to bake food. So I need fire. Who has an oven lit? Where can I find fire? Where can a kindled stove be, be found? Reuven responds, you can find over there in Shimon's home, because they are constantly cooking meat and fish over there. Now, this, uh, this, these words, the, the insinuation of, of Reuven's response, it depends on how he expresses himself when making the statement. If he wants, he can express it in a way that is not derogatory and do not reflect negatively on Shimon. Because in truth, there is nothing wrong with always having food cooking on your, uh, on your stove. Such in the case, maybe Shimon has a very big family, okay, and uh, they're, they're always making a lot of food. And Hashem blessed him with great wealth and there's a lot of food, a lot of kids eating, and there's a lot of food on the, on the, in the oven. Or maybe Shimon runs a guest house, 
And uh, again, there's people coming in and out. And therefore, when Reuven asks, where can I find fire? Uh, or Reuven is asked, where can I find fire? And he responds, The only place you're going to find is in Shimon's house. Because over there, they're always cooking. So Reuven's words are not in that situation. Because he said it in a way that we mentioned above, that, that Shimon has many house members or many guests coming through. Okay? And, uh, and all such cases involving avak lashon hara, avak lashon hara uh, uh, is, uh, you know, is, again, it's not lashon hara, we call it the dust of lashon hara. Talui be'ofen amirat ha'mesaper be'et diburo. It depends on how the speaker expresses himself when he speaks. Okay? So again, if he expresses in a manner that Shimon always has fire because he has gas, okay, that statement is permitted. Avat imotsioto bekolo bitnuotav deminkar shekavanato shehumarbe bisudat merautamid. If Reuven expresses with a, the response with a tone, or a body language, includes the body language, that Shimon likes to have social parties. Okay? Ah, that guy Shimon, that guy's having parties all the time. There's always, uh, you know, people, I hear music all the time. Oh, I can't imagine what's going on over there. Even though saying that he has constant parties is not a completely derogatory statement. Okay? It's not a sin to have parties, okay, might be a waste of time, but it's not so much, not, a, not a sin, outright sin to have parties. This is when the Chachamim called this Avak Lashonara and it's forbidden to make such a statement even in the presence of three because the, 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 the body language and the tone of the voice that he was using suggests that it was meant to be derogatory and the fact that he mentioned it in, in front of three people, that does not give you grounds to, uh, to permit it in order to repeat it. So if he said it in a way, yeah, Shimon has, uh, Shimon has fire, right? He's got a lot of guests over there. He said that in front of three people. And the way he said it presents that in a positive light. They said there, a person who listens to that can now go and repeat to somebody else, I know Shimon has a lot of guests. He has a, uh, he has a fire in his home. He cooks a lot of food, and that's not lashon hara. But again, in the other way, giving the negative connotation, when a person uses his body language, the tone of his voice, and yeah, and, you know, and he, psh, yeah, for sure that guy, whatever parties and all that, that's when it becomes a problem, and the listener cannot cannot repeat it and is not allowed to go and repeat it to uh, to others. We'll continue Bezat Hashem on this concept tomorrow.